There's never any doubts in my mind because I'm the best in the world. Even though a lot of you don't like to hear it, I just, it's facts. I'm the best. You know what I mean? I sometimes I don't want to believe in myself, but it's the truth. I'm the best. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. Murmur it up, D-Bags. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. It's still real to me, damn it. Fresh Green Bowl League! What's up, guys? Another week in the books here today. We have a very special, special, special guest. You know him as uh, the one seed at the moment. High praise. You know him as the man with the ass on the... Tattoo on the ass, I guess. That's uh, quite the swing. Kyle Streeter. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's a great welcome. Thank you. I wish I kind of wrapped it a little bit more. <laughs> you always have to wrap it up. But uh, Kyle, how you feeling after uh, week week eight? Well, it feels good to be back on top. Definitely does. That was a big matchup. That was a big matchup. Yeah, I, I was worried, but uh, C Stu didn't have anybody playing on Monday night. So at the end of the night, I felt pretty good going into it. But yeah, whew. I you felt a little worse as. As soon as the game started, though. Uh, as soon as Danny Dimes, uh, <laughs> literally the very first pass, I think, was an interception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a little bit nervous after yeah. that first pass. Yeah, it was. Uh, you were pretty much guaranteed, but you know, you've seen stranger things in fantasy football. <laughs> well, he, he stranger had... things. Good show. Uh, strange, like you know, the number twelve seed last year turning into the number one seed one year later. Hey, and honestly, for every yin, there is a yang. Max, the one seed down to the, the 12th seed. Down to the 12th seed. What happened? How'd you steal the power? Uh, I'm, I'm, it's the tattoo. It has to be. It has or, to be. Or honestly, hey, the first year that I played, all right, I was the 12th seed. And the second year I played, I won a championship. So 12th seed oh. last year, I'm hoping that I can do it again this right, year. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So are you hoping you lose? No, never. You never no. want to lose. No, no, absolutely not. The, the one seed hasn't hasn't crossed into your mind. Uh, no. Well, oh, okay. It always does. I mean, come on. That's like the one seed curse. You always got to think about it a little bit. But yeah, but it's the a, redemption from the tattoo, the commitment that that took to the FGBL, it balances things out. Because you pissed off the fantasy gods, and they they ate your ass, not yeah. in a, like forcefully. They yeah they they branded my ass they it, they they literally branded your brand ass yeah for sure <laughs> yeah that's yeah branding for the fantasy club that's a great euphemism it's a great way to make penance gotta say gotta say well let's Wait, waste oh, no, no, yeah, no, go Brock, ahead Brock I feel good after this last week you feel good after this week because I got that win you brutalized Mark I got that win and I didn't deserve it but no. You take them where you can get them. Yeah? Yeah. How do you feel? Oh, I feel good. I I, I chalked up a loss immediately. You did? That's, Why? Um, I was a big underdog, and then uh, Kenny Gainwell. Not uh, not what I was expecting. <clears throat> I texted quite a bit with Jordan Howard getting all the touches with uh, Boston Scott, who's the best Boston Scott that Boston Scott can be. Never trust an Eagles running back. Oh, but ever. Oh, I I've, I've got I've got Sanders and Dynasty. I, it's yeah, it's been ever, a roller coaster. Ever trust him. I don't trust an Eagle. Just don't trust the Eagles, man. Jalen Hurts. I, how how long do you trust that? 1 year. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> do I think he will make it till the end of the year? Yes. I mean, uh, yeah. I do. They got no one else. Yeah, I do. So, uh, yeah, uh, they have Blake Bortles. No, no. Uh, uh, Gardner Minshew. Sorry, Minshew the other Mania. Jag. No, not ready for Minshew Mania. Oh man, a Philly Philly Minshew. This leads us into the cream of the crop. <laughs> this leads us into the cream of the crop segment where we're only going to talk about cream of the crop. Wait now. This is FTBL. Wait, wait, Never wait, mind. the league? Yeah. You just want to talk about cream of the crop? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm one seed. <laughs> I was like, why? It's the only league I'm winning in. All right, let's. Kale, All right. one seed. <laughs> Feeling good? You have Jalen Hurts. There's the segment. <laughs> this is Jalen. <laughs> is I Jaylen knew we, Hurts we were segment. on it. We were on yeah. it the whole time. Oh right, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Absolutely. A lot of running back or wide receiver. Depth. One year we're going back to back. It's on the record right now. Writing it down right now. Got the drink in me going back to back. Yeah, going back to back. I got the drink in me going back to back. Yeah, I'm going back to back. This is falling off the rails. That is the end of the cream of the crop segment of the podcast. So let's just get into what everyone's really curious about, the trades. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you for real? See you guys in the playoffs. He trade raped you. You've did been trade-raped. Did not trade-rape yes. me, okay? That is right. We had one on the board. Uh, it was yesterday. The most surprising one of all. Yeah, it truly is. I So I'm pretty sure I've seen Todd trade like first two, three years, you know? I know I but traded him a like, long time ago. I, I traded him in like 2018 when Alvin Kamara was a rookie and I had Alvin Kamara and I traded Alvin Kamara for oh. Des Bryant and Des Bryant proceeded to do nothing. That was the last time I remember Todd trading anybody. So it wasn't even a bad trade. Like, he won that trade. He won it. He raped me. He did. And you raped Michael right here. Just kidding. Michael Carter for Joe Burrow. Michael gets Joe Burrow. Michael Carter to Todd. Surprisingly, once again. I don't know. I like that for Michael's team. I, I like Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, he I mean, had, he had Jameis QB, Winston. He needs a QB, too. It QB, made sense. QB 8 on the year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think, totally. I, think that's yeah. A, I, like, I think Michael's side of that. I yeah. like that side. No, I do like Michael. I, I do like Mark, yeah, Michael Carter. I really do. But, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm totally JK on this one. Uh, Todd got raped here. Well, he got the number 20 running back on the season so far. Who's been surging. Oh, he's. He's throbbing at this point. But how much do you trust Jets running backs, though? Uh, just a little bit more than Eagles running backs. There we are. Yeah. Matt Forte was good. They, they, <laughs> they typically have some good running backs. Not the last couple years, but they've been known as a team to produce good running backs. I, I mean, Mark Sanchez didn't take them to the AFC Championship game. I mean, yeah, fair enough. I guess, I guess. So, I haven't been fantasy footballing too long. I guess I, my my memories of Jets running backs are like Le'Veon Bell. Ooh. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, I, that I, I keep on mouth. forgetting. I'm does does Clarence do that to you? Like he'll talk about uh, I don't know the steel curtain um, <laughs> and having them and uh, how and how he used to chisel it into stone. Uh, and no. you're like, dude, I just started playing three years ago. Uh, no, not so much. No, Cla- Clarence, Clarence is pretty good about keeping it current. <laughs> That's good. Apparently, we're the ones <laughs> fucking up. But I'll tell you who did not fuck up 
It is the cream of the crop. Let me say it out loud. The cream of the crop. I am the cream. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop! The cream of the crop, that is right. It is the top 10 players on the week. Michael, or Kale, is shocked over here at Michael Carter's targets. Touches. It t- touches in general. He had 29 touches. Yeah. So that kind of justifies the trade. If that trend continues, hell, I'd rather have Michael Carter. Yeah. Just a little hangover from the trade segment, but I'm sorry, guys. We'll get right into this cream of the crop. That's right, number 10. Let's talk about him. He's uh, hot right now, though. Tyler Lockett, hot Lockett, 24.2 points. Uh, He had 12 receptions and 142 receiving yards from Geno Smith. No one saw it coming. Yes, it was about time that Tyler Lockett did something, and it came with Geno Smith. Um, There's a lot of people that set him on the bench this week, uh, and it hurt him. Michael Pittman. Second-year receiver out of Indy. Number nine on the week, 25 points, 15 targets, 10 receptions for 86 yards and two two touchdowns. Michael Pittman. Uh, B-Dub, Brock, feels good, right? I do. It's your guy. And it's my guy. guy. I have him in almost every league. It's that big money. It's your guy squared. Damn right. Coming in at number eight, we have uh, Tom Brady, the goat, coming probably. in. Probably, yeah, the, the yeah. He's probably the goat. He's yeah. We 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 think he's the goat. He had uh, two passes intercepted, which yeah, and he got sacked a couple times. But he had let's see, three hundred and seventy-five passing yards, four passing touchdowns. He had let's see, two rushing yards. Ooh, those big rushing yards from Tom Brady. There we go. But coming in with uh, 25.7 points, that's that's pretty good. Good enough to keep you at QB1 on the year. Yeah, absolutely. Number seven, speaking of QB1, just kidding, but he had a hell of a game. Mike White, 26.1 points. Excuse me, that's Mike fucking White. Right. Sorry, I, I, am, I am extremely sorry. Uh, taking down the one seed, yeah, it can't be, can't be overstated by any means. It really can't. Uh, but he had 405 passing yards. Most passing yards in a start since, what, Cam Newton? Mm. Something like this, something like that. There's only, I think, two or three quarterbacks who have had yeah. 400 yards in their start. Yeah, and yeah. not too many, uh, oh, what, the first one since, like, 2017 for the, or it may have been even earlier than that for the Jets. Yeah, for a 400 like, passing game? Yeah, Absolutely. just amazing. Three passing touchdowns. He did have two interceptions. Uh, but, you know, he definitely had enough to win the game. That, that was the big thing. Yeah, and he's the next GOAT. He's the next GOAT. <laughs> um, he's this unspoken quarterback that comes in. He's the same height as Tom Brady, both 6'4". Maybe he's the next Tom Brady. All speculation here. But <laughs> Matt Stafford coming in at number 6 with 26.2 points. He has been here a lot this week, uh, this year. He threw the ball 32 times, completed 21 passes for 305 yards and three touchdowns. If I was a betting man, I would guess that a couple of them were to Cooper Cup. But yes, Matthew Stafford, another top 10 performance in 2021. He is a steal. All right, coming in at number five, we have Chris Godwin. That wide receiver out in Tampa Bay. He had 28 points. He had, let's see here, 140 receiving yards. God damn, I didn't know he had that many. 
Uh, he had a receiving touchdown. Uh, let's see, he had eight catches. He's always sneaky good. He's the number seven wide receiver on the year. That's he's yeah, sneaky good. He really is taking those targets away from Mike Evans. Hopefully, we can have a big comeback from Devonte Adams. I can win that twenty dollars. Yeah, I would have to have a huge comeback. From I was about Adams. to say <laughs> it's, it's not happening. Mike it's Evans not. has to fall. This is <laughs> this this is just as bad as your Danny Dimes Dak bet, which is still the most mind blowing thing I've ever I, seen. I, I, I almost won that bet. <laughs> You almost won. <laughs> that is the most my Dak went down in week what five? Week five, and you almost won the bet. I almost won the bet. Not quite. I, I lost that bet, you but did. I almost won it. But yes, Godwin, Brock, another top ten performance on your team. Godwin's really only let you down one week. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, he's sneaky good. Wide receiver seven. He's been the best out of the Bucks. Let's go. I'm just saying. Number four, though, Josh Allen uh, for Todd, 28.5 points. He had 249 passing yards and two passing touchdowns. Not exactly what you want to see, but he had 55 rushing yards and a and a rushing touchdown. So he's uh, he's just the ultimate utility player at this moment. Doing Josh Allen things. Good enough to put him at number three for the week. Oh. <laughs> he's number four for me, too. Yeah, he's number four. Oh, he's, he's number three for me. He's tied. He's tied with they he's are tied. tied. They are tied. It has me. It has AJ Brown at number four. He's, That's crazy. Ah. Uh... It's because no, you know what? AJ Brown deserves are racist. That's that's what that's what I'm saying. You guys are in the dark. You guys are like in the dark mode. Uh, we're in the, the algorithm. Mode. I'm in the light mode where people are watching. We're they in can't the fucking be algorithm. They put yeah the light mode and they put Josh Allen ahead of AJ Brown. Yeah, that's that's some racist shit. So we're going to yeah, like we said, AJ Brown number three. It is what Brock? What what season tis it beat? It's AJ Brown season. That's what. Brock says, and that's what comes to fruition. 28 points. Uh, this guy had 10 catches, 155 yards, and a TD. Uh, A.J. Brown, another top 10 performance, 28.5 points, number three in our books, number four in Kyle's. Yeah, that that's just so weird. I don't know. I'll let you take this next guy, Kyle, because I'm... Hmm. <laughs> at number two we have jimmy garoppolo jimmy garoppolo let's see he had 29.28 points so we'll just say 29 points he had let's see here four rushing yards but he had two rushing touchdowns getting you a big chunk of them points right there yeah, yeah, yeah. he had 322 passing yards another big chunk of those points and a, a two-point conversion so pretty good good enough for number two on the year and i think that's across everybody's app yeah and he was on my bench yep <sighs> But, it's a, hey, hey it, you're not the only one who benched top ten options. I benched good, Pittman. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time I every Ooh, time you, I bench Danny Dimes, he's a he's yeah. a top. We five haven't QB. done bench warmers of the week for a while. Yeah, and uh, we have some good ones this week. We actually did. I had Pittman. Um, you have Garoppolo, and then number one, Michael had Michael Carter, twenty nine point seven points on his bench, uh, seventy seven rushing yards, ninety five receiving yards on nine receptions, which is absolutely insane. He also had a rushing touchdown on top of it, twenty nine point seven. Honestly, not your typical, uh, you know, top scorer. Didn't even score a, a thirty, uh, you know, a three dot. But hey, he's number one. Yeah, but it's like uh, he's just, he's just 
putting up numbers every week. Yeah, it, it's not even like it's not even like he got a bunch of touchdowns or anything like that to get those points. Like he he got he got him in so many different ways. He yeah, got he's just 70, been good. 77 rushing yards, 95 receiving yards. He got nine receptions. Like, damn. fair fair flex. Wow, that's why you get a top ten quarterback for him. Yes, so so way to cash in, Michael. Absolutely. Now, it is time to get into our Week 8 recap. It's our recap. It is, and we are going to get right into the matchups. Alright, on to our Week 8 matchup. We have the Fetus Eaters, 146.36 points. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. It wasn't much, but it was enough to get the top score. So, this is the team. Whoa. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Because I'm looking at the rest of you guys. This is the guy in the house doing all the fucking. Am I right? You know I'm right. This guy fucks. Thank you. Yes, he does. 146.36 points. Um, And he took out Max on a seven-game losing streak right now. 108 points for him. You know, we said that it was going to be extremely unlikely that someone else is going to have to get a tattoo, but with one win, he's only got one draw of the hat. Yeah, I mean, the, it becomes more likely by the day. I'm, did Michael put that in there, or did he leave it out since you already got one? I feel like that would be a Michael move, honestly. I, I, as far as I know, it's in, So, but he still has to draw it out of all the other stuff we have. So, Does, Is there a list? on? Like, Is there a list of... Punishments? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. No, I think he just wrote them and threw them in there. I, yeah, but I don't know. Like, if he could get a list, maybe just uh, just to to tell everybody what might be on that list. Yeah, that would be nice. You know, this if we're, if this we're is what you're playing for. Yeah, know? that's exactly it. So, but anyway, let's get into the matchups. Uh, Todd, twenty-five point seven points from Tom Brady. Uh, Tony Pollard had three point two. Aaron Jones had twenty and a half points. So, you know. One running back did really well for him. Uh, Deontay Johnson, 13.8 points, just taking all the targets. 13 from Big Ben on that one. Adam Thielen, 17.8. Uh, Mike Gesicki, 9.3 points in the tight end slot. You'll take that every time. Christian Kirk had 7.6. Josh Allen, he's uh, probably the best super flex in the league, and he's consistently there because he's not taking out Tom Brady. 28.46 points. We talked about him. And then the Seahawks defense gave him 20 points. So, solid week. 146. You don't usually get high points from that. But, uh, hey, we, me and you were in it, honestly. Hey, hey, he got it this week. It was enough to get it this week. Yeah, so in the shift from CBS to Sleeper, maybe we've seen where scores are just down. Uh, on a, I don't know, because we've seen someone break 200 already. And, yeah, so you we've know, seen high scores. But... 180s have been... You know, 180s, 170s have been high points. Something that I've noticed is uh, with 40-yard bonuses, you still only get the one point. So if you get a 20-yard catch, it's the same as getting a 40-yard catch minus the what two-point two difference between the, the 40 and the 20 yards. Like, yeah. the, the bonus is the same, though. So, like, we used to get, like, if you caught a 40-yard pass, you get the 20-yard bonus and you get the 40-yard bonus. Now you just get the 40-yard bonus, which is the same as the 20-yard bonus. that makes any sense. Wow, so it, you get one point regardless of how how Correct. long. Correct, yeah. As long as it's over 20 yards, you just get the one point. Really? Oh, Correct. okay. That's, yeah, I, I noticed that. That's weird. Uh-huh. That's where it's coming from. Okay, so we need another point. Well, I, but I don't know. Like I said, we've seen 180s and, you know. What? Yeah, I, but. I think it's just been down the last couple weeks. No, I know what it was. I know what changed it. Defenses. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> that's what changed it. That's why it was 20s and eight, 180s and 170s, and we changed defenses, and it's been 160s, 150s, 140s. Right. The FGBL for years has rewarded wide receivers that make long receptions, your deep threat wide receivers, and maybe that's where the shift is coming. We're not seeing that as much this year. I think it's got something to do with that. I'm not sure if it's everything, but I think it's got something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, wide receivers sense. are a big part of our scoring system. Oh, we love like, wide receivers. Oh, yeah. included. I love them. Oh, yeah. Wide receivers are definitely – wide receivers and quarterbacks are top of the you know top of the food chain right now. But the, but the, it's, those, it's those bonus points that maybe we're – Yeah, and I, I know Michael – I know he wants to make some tweaks to the running back position and stuff. Um, so I, I'm sure that's to come because, honestly, this year, besides Derrick Henry, RIP, I'm sure we'll talk about him. Oh, no. I actually RIP is a bad way to put it after the Henry Ruggs stuff, but uh, but yeah, I mean there there's not a running back in the top ten, right? Yeah, so it's a it's a year of RB zero. Yep. But yeah, on the other side, the losing side, Matt Stafford twenty six points. He helped you out. Quill Herbert seven point eight. Damian Williams no, that's Daryl Williams fourteen points. Calvin Ridley, hey, he's not playing football, so get him out of your starting lineup. Uh, T. Higgins, 13.7 points. Kyle Pitts, 2.3. Cordero Patterson, 15 points. And Van Jefferson, nice spot start there, getting you 11 points, Max. And the Rams defense, 17. Sadly, it wasn't enough to get you off that train, that train of L's. Uh, those, the, the Kyle Pitts and the Calvin Ridley, that hurt, that hurt real bad. Yep, yep. That yeah, we mentioned that uh, starting a lot of Atlanta, Atlanta, uh, positional players, it might come back and haunt you. Well, it, it we didn't expect it to be that bad. Yeah, no. This year, this year is definitely not the norm because usually, you know, they've been a treasure trove with you know Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman had some years, Michael Turner and Roddy White, and you know all of them way back when. Sorry, <laughs> so, I, I can just tell when I'm starting to just say players. He's like, I'm, I'm out. You can see my eyes get. Dull. Yeah, I can see him check out immediately. So, but those guys, you know, like I said, they had a lot of fantasy value. Nowadays, there's. Just not much. As a Matt Ryan owner, I I agree. Yep. They are also prone to being just ice cold. Just being ice cold. <laughs> Who else was ice cold? It was, uh, it was Nick's team. Scored 101 points. And, uh, well, <laughs> it wasn't close to enough uh, to beat this guy, my co-host, the host, the creator. I like this, it of this here podcast. I like it, Brock the Creator. Brock, I'm going. Brock. I'm going gold at least. The Creator. But you know what it is enough for. Thirty-seven. My girlfriend sucked thirty-seven dicks in a row. Cooper's Pooper's biggest blowout on the year. Uh, just wasn't enough to get it done. Kirk Cousins for Brock, eleven points. Gibson six points. Uh, Gainwell. Like you said, you felt defeated as that, soon as that game. Like I said, that was rough. I was like, all right, Boston Scott starting. That's weird. And then I saw Jordan Howard and infuriated. Yep. <laughs> yep. Eagles running backs. Can't trust them. Nope. Can't trust them. Me and Keller's team that we are managing together, we have three of them, plus Jalen Hurts. So, like, 
Keller said, technically we have four of them. <laughs> uh, That's very true. Not good. How uh, how did how did Keller end up with a team with four Eagles running backs? Because we drafted Miles Sanders. Oh. And then you get his insurance policy, and then the other. And then I like Kenny, I like Kenny Gainwell yeah. from day one. Like, sure. And it, it, out the gate, he's getting points. And so, yeah, we we had him. We started him last week, just like you, Brock. Just like probably eighty percent of fantasy owners, they threw Gainwell in their starting lineup. It says twenty six percent on my phone. Well, well, you're a science denier. <laughs> so H one N one never happened, Mister H one. Jeez, Kyle Swine flu, Streeter. My swine done flu. <laughs> That's right. That's pretty cool. Uh, fun fact there. <laughs> but Cooper Cup, Brock. What what a uh, beautiful pickup. Yeah. Just just outside of the top ten, uh, he did catch one of those touchdowns from Stafford this week. Twenty three points. How much did you pay for Cooper Cup again? Nine whole dollars. <sighs> mm, that's nice. Keenan Allen getting something done. Uh, it's it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a solid three weeks. It's been a three weeks since he's uh been in the double digits, not counting decimals. But yeah, Keenan Allen seventeen point seven, Tyler Higby four points, Godwin top ten performance twenty eight points, all them yards and a touchdown. Sam Darnold with eleven point seven six. Did you see that hit he took? I did not. Oh, it was it was hurt. rough. Yeah, it was rough. But the Eagles start. That was <laughs> nice. They were the actual number one player on the week, but honestly, they deserved it. If just yeah. With with the nerfing of the defenses, yes, the Eagles deserve to be mentioned. Maybe we should, maybe we should uh, just go all players in the cream of the crop. No, no. Okay, no. Just, it's a collective. Just throwing darts here. Just throw. Hey man, throw out them seeds. Maybe one will grow. Well, your team is growing into a playoff contender. Two win streak, Brock. You're right there in contention. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Nick on the other side though, three and five. Um, yeah, hundred and one point four points. Great segue, huh? Uh, Ryan Tannehill, twenty point seven points. Darnell Anderson, twenty one point eight points. Jonathan Taylor, my man, solid nineteen point seven points. DJ Moore, nine point nine points, and then Terry McLaurin. Just five points. Uh, not a lot of action from him uh, lately. So, seven targets, but just not producing like he has been. Uh, speaking of has been, Tyler Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little rough. Four for twenty-seven and a fumble. He's gonna be. He's the, he's the number one tight end. He's gonna be fine. Um, I have Kyle Pitts in dynasty though. I'm feeling great. Um, James Robinson, RB one, not so much. Four point four, getting injured. Uh, Tua, fourteen point two, also getting injured. And the Chargers four points, so I definitely had uh, had some help getting that win. Anyway, <laughs> I, I rise to four and four. Meanwhile, Nick falls to three and five. On to the next matchup. We we have the Golden God. He uh, he showed up sixty seven point seven points, uh, the lowest of the year for sure, lowest of all time, probably not. But it's got to be pretty close. Yeah, it's definitely down there in the gutter. Do we have that stat somewhere? Not anymore. We're we're off of CBS. So. CBS transfer. We didn't like. Print those off or something? 
I wonder if Michael still has capability to go and check. I don't know. Something, something worth worth looking into. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier this season that we need to have access to that so we can, you know, when we talk about you know, people's history and what they've done, not only what they're doing but what they've done. Do I need to play all five commercials of? We have it. We have a recorded history of. We do. FGPL. You're right. Yeah, I'll play all five. All right. I'm just kidding. I will not. 67.7 points for Mark. Uh, meanwhile, my uh, cohort, comrade, colleague, and his buddy, guy, friend, Austin. Costin, 108.26 points. Uh, yeah, getting the win. The much-needed win. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he was playing that game for uh, Costin, 15.16 points. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 7.8. Nick Chubb, 7.4. Uh, Jalen Waddle, 4.9. Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond. Um, yeah. Start. <laughs> kind of like. Kinda... Spot start. It was a good. It was a good start going into the week. Yeah, kind of like uh, Mark. He, I guess he showed up. But here you go. Oh, 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 Auto parts. Yep, giving uh, cost in the big zero. Uh, Ricky Seal Jones, two point two. Elijah Missile though, twenty point seven points. Geno Smith. I mean, not bad. It's a great. It was a great start. Right. I felt. Hey. I felt like the twenty points from Gino was safer than the uh, twenty-eight points from Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, makes sense. Twenty-one point one, and then uh, the Broncos, twenty-nine points. Elijah Mitchell, Geno Smith, and the Broncos—they they saved you so hard this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb—they just did not show up. Nope, didn't show up. But it didn't matter. Getting the win—it's not. Sometimes it's not about how you win. Getting the win just when, you when win. your top two players don't show up. Yeah, that's what feels good. But it doesn't really feel too good because Mark—that's got to be the lowest points. And we're calling this Mark's team now. It's not Taylor's team. Yeah, good job. Good job drafting that team. Sixty-seven points—that is a golden god. Uh, move there welcome back officially mark's team but what uh how did he end up with that 67 points you ask uh patrick mahomes 12 points leonard fournette he had 580 word up uh deandre swift 4.6 deandre hopkins 8.6 stefan diggs 12.5 jared cook okay first of all fuck you motherfucker yeah, that's right. You uh, deserve that three and a half points. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 16.7 points. Dak Prescott, zero because he had COVID. Um, and then the Bengals, four points. That's yeah. two O's. Yeah. COVID. Definitely didn't get any help out of Patrick Mahomes. 12 points. Yeah. yeah. What's So what's going on with him? Like, have teams figured him out? Is his team just bad right now? Can't, can't stop their own picks. Terrible offensive line. The blueprint is out. I'm, I mean, when you pay someone half a billion dollars, you're gonna gonna give up some spots elsewhere. Your defense is gonna suck, and your your line's gonna suck. Yeah, that's true. And when you pay people like that, there's always usually those deals are like front heavy. So usually there is a, a rough patch where they lose players. So I'm sure. And what they went to two AFC championships and a Super Bowl. So no. Two Super Bowls. They went to two Super Bowls in an AFC Championship. That's a lot of games played. 
Sometimes teams just, you know, they peter out. It's true. It's true. But they can come back. Tom Brady didn't make it every year. Power Sometimes shift. it feels like it, but. It's a power shift. Yep, it's a power shift. So who's the class of the AFC right now? Because they're all just kind of beating up on each other. The AFC? Yeah. I'm thinking maybe Bills. I think the Bills look really good. They had that yeah. that week one loss that looked they, against the Steelers that you almost don't even count. And then since then, what, they lost to one other team? Titans. Titans, yeah. But. Titans got to be there, though. After without their, after without their... Derrick Henry, I don't know. Yeah, without Derrick Henry, that's going to be tough. Because they've tried to make Ryan Tannehill a top-five quarterback, and it has not looked good. It didn't look good early. Nope. Nope, it really didn't. But on to the next matchup. We have Zeke and Destroy. Connor, he uh, didn't quite have enough to get the win over Keller. Puff, puff, pass. He had 118.56 points on the other side. Connor... Zeke and Destroy, that Zeke team, 93.8 points. Yeah, this was another terrible matchup, but it wasn't quite the suck fest. A majority of them were kind of terrible matchups. Yeah, a lot but. of low-scoring points this week, but uh, Puff Puff Pass, Sooner, Savage Sooner, Keller. Carson Wentz getting you 16 points. Kamara, 15. Joe Mixon, 24 A.J. Brown, top five on the week, uh, top four on the week. 28 points. Mike Williams getting 2.9. That was somewhat of a bust for him, but T.J. Hawkinson, 13 points. 11 receptions. Cortland Sutton, targets came down for him in week eight. Five points. Mac Jones getting 12.22. And the Buccaneers defense getting a big zero things go well i might be showing her my O face oh 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 you know what i'm talking about oh <laughs> yeah yeah anything office space is good but it, i love that movie so much you want to talk about your uh, co-workers team uh justin jefferson that was three three point one points you definitely want more out of him that's that's definitely super disappointing can i get some off my chest let's go for it i i never understood i i I don't understand the, all the just, Justin Jefferson love. I mean, but, uh, he he had a great rookie season. Don't get me wrong, but people are putting him number seven, number six, number five. It's it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I think people definitely jumped the gun on that. I think he's definitely good, but like people like. So I saw a dynasty trade value chart. I like to get an idea of what my players are worth and stuff like that. And he was above DK Metcalf. In Dynasty, I'm like DK Metcalf might be you know top four in Dynasty. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty ridiculous. I think Justin Jefferson's good, but I think I think he was a little bit overhyped going into the season. Unfortunately, we have Connor paying the price for it. Unfortunately for him, of course. Well, Trevor Lawrence though, twelve point twelve. Zeke nine point three. Devontae Booker though, sixteen points. Good spot start. Uh, Jefferson, we talked about him. Tyler Lockett, we talked about him, 24.2. Noah Fant, 1.8. Noah Fant, too. God, man. Titans 7, though. Titans sucked so hard this year. Yeah, they always... Like, that's why everyone guns for those top well, three, and two of the three have sucked. Yeah, I, I feel like even even the top tight ends this year kind of stunk. You have, you have what, Kyle Pitts is a top five tight end, and mm-hmm. he, he'll have games where he has two catches, and then you mm-hmm. have... Travis Kelsey just had 1.7. And, just... and he's... And he's Number one tight end on the. You year. have zero people satisfied with the with where they drafted their tight end. Yeah, 
if that makes any sense. Everyone who drafted the top three tight ends, they're not happy with that. Yeah, for for sure. Because I... it cost them, and they're not getting any anything back. Yep, definitely. Fireball Jones, Tim Patrick, seven point nine. Jared Gurf, uh, five point three eight, and then my Colts defense, fourteen points. I don't even want to talk about that. Game. I said, so consistently, like there's been top tight end performances, but no one's really consistently done it. No, no, they, and they'll have runs. Yeah, you like you. But had... Kittle hasn't had a run. Well, I've had runs. Well, hang on, I had. Days. Yeah, that makes sense. I've had uh, Gronk. All right, and he had what those. Two touchdowns, what, four touchdowns super early, and then was out for he was the six, one, like, the last six weeks. Yeah, he's, he was the tight, the, he's the tight end 17 going into this year. He's like, the one he's tight still, end. When he was on the field, team. you can depend on him. Yeah, but he's still he's still tight, like, a tight end, too, and he hasn't played in six games. Like, it's, yeah. It's, not, it's nothing good. No. Nope. It's just, yeah, it's just bad all around. Kind of like that matchup, but it didn't matter. 118 got the points. Keller, three and five. Uh, on a little bit of a win streak. Meanwhile, Connor, uh, we said he was streaking. Uh, the the skid mark has ended. He is now three and five as well. A lot of three and five teams down there. So. Are we petitioning for a zero tight end league? Absolutely not. No, no I still uh, want to bring kickers back. You can't tell. Talk to me about taking out tight ends. No. Too. Trying to plant that seed. I'm, I'm in a league this year with kickers, and I'm just so bummed by it. Like I'm, I had a kicker put up twelve. I'm like. And mine put up three. Honestly, it's yeah, part just, of the game. It's you know, the it's game. the cardinal. But that's the thing. You know, at least, at least you feel. That's the thing. We want to feel like we have control, which is an absolute joke. I, I had a kicker help me win a championship too, so I'm also kind of biased. But I I like kickers. Oh, old uh, Will Lutz. Oh, Will Lutz. Will Lutz. That's right. Anyway, on to the next matchup. Though we have the Gingers. Well. You know what they're pushing. On the other side, we have Reek Havoc. It's ugly, like look at you, it's a damn shame. Just remember all caps when you spell the man name. That's right, remember it. It's in all caps, especially this week. He got the win. 109.8, another low-scoring team getting a win over an even lower-scoring team, Michael, 85.9. Like I said, there weren't too many good matchups this week. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to say that for someone who talked a bunch of crap about how my team was uh, one of the worst teams in the league and I didn't have any room to talk, you've been talking a whole lot, Michael. Kyler Murray, 8.06 points. Chase Edmonds, 15.4. Uh, Damian Harris, 14 flat. Uh, Deontay Sm- or Devontae Smith, 2 points. Mike Evans, Big Mike, 12.8. Uh, CJ Uzama, 5.3, and he is off the roster. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, 3.1. Uh, Jameis Winston, 10.2, and a season-ending injury. Didn't like to see it. He was, beat- he was beating Tom Brady, too, so a little revenge game was in the works. Then the Niners' defense, 15 points. Yes, at least he got you uh, 10 points in the losing effort of Week 8 for Gingis pushing you-know-what. Wreak havoc, though. Clarence. He's getting them wins when he needs to. He's staying atop. Yep, racking them up. Uh, yeah. I was talking to Clarence about uh, about the league the other day, and I thought that his team was like bad. I thought he had like two wins, and so I was talking to him like, "Oh man, like it's all right. Like your team's all right." And I ended up looking at, it, I was like, "Oh shit! Like his team's actually pretty good." Pretty good when you got Tyreek Hill, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey. 
coming back. Sadly, Derek Henry's leaving. <laughs> Derek Henry's leaving, <laughs> but really what stinks. perfect time that you get Christian McCaffrey back. But Teddy Bridgewater getting you 10 points. Chuba Hubbard, 12.6 points getting in the end zone. Derek Henry going down 5.8 points before he left the game. But Tyreek Hill, 21 points. That was a boom week for him. A.J. Green, 8.5. Evan Ingram, 9 points getting that touchdown, saving the day. Tyler Boyd getting 19.24 points. That was a really good start. Yeah, that was a surprise. I, I figured he would be had not a good I, – I figured he'd barely even get one, two catches maybe. Probably. Yeah. There weren't too many people starting him. Uh, yeah, and, and the Jets have actually been good on wide receiver ones. Like, they've actually done pretty good. Jamar Chase still scored, and we will talk about him, but – but Tyler Boyd is a. It's not like he's the number two wide receiver. No, I mean, he's you're coming, talking. You're talking true. about he's what the number he, four target. Yeah, he's coming off uh, three weeks in a row where he's combined for ten points. Yeah, so you, you're looking. Weeks. You're looking at yeah. him. Him being like the fourth target on the well, team. That's and that's why Clarence has the record he does. He's been spot starting people, and it's working. He's dealing with, you know, he's dealing with nonstop injuries and stuff like that between Christian McCaffrey um, and what Juju went out on him. So. He's just had a lot of, yeah, a lot of spot starts, and it's working out. Uh, hey, rack up them wins and don't apologize. Yeah, you know when you get as old as Clarence is, you have wisdom. But yeah, so Clarence getting the win, uh, getting up to five and three, getting the wins when he needs them. Kyle giving, oh, he's number four. Yeah, he's what, safely thought, in the playoffs. I thought he was. I thought he was like like the bottom. I thought it was like, oh, you're fighting for a playoff spot. And I had to. I had looked on here. I was like, oh man, he's he's, he's like right in there. Yeah. Well, there's no there. There's not a lot of uh, comfort in a four and four or five and three record right now in the FGBL because it can go either way. I mean, are you ever comfortable with your record? No, no. no. I mean, I mean, so Michael, <laughs> well, I haven't been for the last yeah. four years. Michael's in seventh place, you know, but he's only two games behind Kyle and and uh, Todd and Cease So there's, you know, there's a lot of just fighting each other. Cease two sitting up there in number three with eighty five fab dollars. <laughs> you can't take him with you, Cease two. Playing it right. Well. Alrighty, on to the next recap. We have the Whistling Bungholes. And they are going up against the Glizzy Gods. Sea Stew, this was the top two teams so far this year. Kyle, how'd you fare? Well, not too bad. I got 143 points, even though my quarterbacks didn't help me out too much. I had Matt Ryan give me 3.6 points. That's definitely not what I want out of him. But I had my two running backs finally back in after a week seven bye. Uh, 21 points from Austin Eckler, and uh, Najee Harris gave me another 20.5 points. Uh, my wide receivers showing out like they have about all year. I got Debo Samuel catching passes and taking him 85 yards because he likes to do shit like that. Uh, 23 points for me. I had uh, Jamar Chase get me 20, 12.5 points. I mean, Jamar Chase, rookie of the year. A down I, a down week for him. I, that's what, 12 Yeah, a down I, week. He's, he's got to be rookie of the year, I, I think. I, I would think that it's a runaway, but that's, I'm a little biased, I guess. Uh, Dallas Goddard showing out a little bit. 10, 10 points, I mean, for a tight end, that's that's pretty good for a tight end. With zero touchdowns. I mean, yeah. So, it, like, there's there's room for uh, I mean, he's I'd say he's Philly's number one target, but I don't like trusting Philly players. I uh, had Randall Cobb in a spot start. Yeah, great spot start. Yeah, giving me 15 points. Uh, three catches, but two of those were for touchdowns, so I'll, I'll take that all day, every day. 
uh, Aaron Rodgers likes to feel like he's smart, and he wanted Randall Cobb on his team, so I kind of had a feeling that he was going to force-feed him a little bit. Uh, I had uh, Daniel Jones not quite getting me high points, unfortunately. 15 and a half points. Uh, can't stop throwing interceptions and fumbling. Uh, Steelers get me 21 points, though. I'll take that all day, every day. Yeah, 143 points, quite respectable in the FGBL. And it comes because he's the only man that can get into Aaron Rodgers' head and know what he's thinking. So, spot start with with Randall Cobb there. That was quite nice. But Says piercing blue eyes. He just looks right into his soul. This is actually a really good matchup compared to the rest of the eight-week uh, recap. But Cease do giving it a good effort with 123 points. 13 out of Justin Herbert. Javante Williams, the rookie, getting him 5.8. Melvin Gordon doing a lot of the work there in Denver in week eight. But Yeah, that was that was kind of a pleasant surprise for me. I, yeah. I, I thought Javante Williams was going to get super involved, so when he kind of kind of was pretty quiet, I, I, I was pretty happy about that. It could have easily went the uh, other way for, for the running backs there, but... James Conner, 14.2 points, two touchdowns, having 20 yards rushing, but it's the it's touchdowns. and that's Car- Carried it five times. Almost half the time he touched the ball, he went and ran right. for a touchdown. And that's why, you know, Kenyon Drake was so good last year because you're just on an offense that has red zone opportunities, and sometimes you fall into the end zone. And James Conner did that this week. C.D. Lamb getting you 16 points. DK Metcalf, 19. Dalton Schultz getting two points. That was a bad tight end. But he's getting those reset, uh, targets, though. Yeah, like he had seven seven targets. So he, they were trying to get him involved. But this Minnesota, they play, they play those pass catchers just so hard. Robert Woods, Bobby Trees, 20.20. And Jalen Hurts, the worst week of his 20. 20- 21 campaign with 11.2 points. First time he's failed to score 20 points in a season. In this season, right? So, and he usually has about negative point zero two going into the fourth quarter and gets all those points there. So he, he drives, right, you, he, runs he, he in drives like three you crazy. <laughs> drives you crazy in the meantime, but getting it done. But Bill's defense also getting <sighs> defense, uh, getting it done. 21 points. Nice start there for uh, C. Stu, but it just wasn't enough. And uh, we have established who is on top, and that is Kyle. Congrats. Hey, hey, hey first time, it feels nice. I'm just going to enjoy it while it lasts. Yep, absolutely. Um, and by the way, so my in-laws showed up, so I was like, all right, I'm going to keep it a little low. Golden God, don't think I forgot you. Get your shit together, bud. Get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. And if you gotta take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. Or put it in a shit museum. I don't care what you do. You just gotta get it together. Get your shit together. Yeah, Mark. Get it together. Get it together. Get your shit together. Just don't do it when you play me. I'd appreciate it. Happy birthday. Yeah, I was about to say. Is that the first time you told him? Second. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway... We are going to go to a quick commercial break, and then, uh, yeah, we'll get into the Week 9 preview. Uh, hello? Yeah. It's Todd. Todd who? Uh, 
Todd Bidrickson. You wanna you want me to jack you off? Come jack you off? Hmm. No man, I'm okay. Thanks though. Alright. Hey yeah, this is Brock. Yeah, this is Todd. Uh, Todd Vidrickson. You uh come jack you off, uh, give me a hand job. That sounds very, very tempting. Not now, because I'm kinda busy, but how about later? Okay. Yeah, this is Mark. Who is this? Oh yeah, hey man, this is uh this is Todd. Todd uh Bidrickson. Are we uh we still on for tonight? Oh man, uh, something kinda came up. I'm sorry. Alright. Yo, I, I'm trying to get some dick. My name is Todd Bidrickson. My name is Todd Bidrickson. I'm trying to get some dick yeah, this is uh, Todd Bidrickson. Uh, leave me a message. Todd? This is Chris Derrick. Oh, what the fuck? How come you're not answering my phone calls? What the fuck? Fag. <laughs> Yo, uh, I'm trying to get some dick. My name is Todd Bidrickson. My name is Todd Bidrickson. I'm trying to get some dick, son. Always good. Always good. And we are going to get right into the week nine preview. That's right. We are going to start it off with uh, the man who won high points last week. And, uh, well, the commercial you just heard. We're going to start off with Todd the Fetus Eaters coming off of five wins. He's on a streak, ladies and gentlemen. He is six and two going up against Zeke and destroy Connor. And let's get right into it. Uh, Todd is a huge huge favorite in this one right now so let's get into the reasons why uh quarterback josh allen is projected 25.1 points going up against the jacksonville jaguars on the other side for connor Derek carr 17.9 it's josh allen uh, it's josh allen all day every day yes okay on to the running backs we have michael carter projected 11.6 points going up against the indianapolis colts and then aaron jones projected 19.9 points going up against the kansas city chiefs on the other side for connor we have ezekiel elliott 15.89 points, uh, and then Josh Jacobs, 13.3 points going up against the New York Giants. Give me, this is a good matchup, give me jo- Give me Jones and Carter. I feel like they're going to rely a lot on Jones. We're talking Michael Carter, number one player, week eight. Give I, me uh, Jones and Carter as well. I think they I think they both get a shit ton of targets. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take... I'm going to take uh, Zeke and, and Josh Jacobs just because I know what I'm going to get. from jo- Josh Jacobs will give him 15 points, and Zeke will give him about 20. Uh, Aaron Jones will give you probably about 20 points or so because they're going to use him a bunch. But Michael Carter, I have absolutely no idea what you're going to get from him. 
So I'm going to go with what I know, and I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs and Zeke. Safe. Nope, can't argue with that. Under the wide receivers, Deontay Johnson projected uh, 16.1 points going up against the Chicago Bears on Monday night. That should be a snooze fest. And then uh, Adam Thielen projected 14.4 points going up against the Baltimore Ravens. On the other side for Zeke and Destroy, uh, Justin Jefferson, 15.2 points going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Fireball Jones, Tim Patrick, 7.9 points. Uh, It's Johnson and Thielen for me. Yeah, Johnson and Thielen. Yeah, Johnson gets all those targets. Thielen gets all those touchdowns. Yep. Right now, we don't have a tight end playing for Connor, so we'll take Mike Gesicki for Todd. Projected 11.8 points. Uh, and then onto the flex, Devontae Parker projected 13.7 points going up against the Houston Texans. On the other side for Connor, uh, Devontae Booker projected 11.5 points going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. Give me Booker. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Booker as well. Yeah, I, I'm taking Booker as well. Backup running back for New York Giants. Well, he's better than Saquon sometimes. Yeah, they they typically do good. Well, I think Saquon is going to be out again this week, I think is what they're talking about. So Right, I, so I think, he's yeah. the starter. He's getting all the touches. He's getting those receptions out of the backfield. Yeah, I, if, I think, if he's the starter, absolutely. I think Devontae Parker will probably get him like maybe 12 points if he even plays, but half the time he yeah. doesn't play. So. Yeah, and they're, I mean, they're trying to get him the ball, but they are – unsuccessfully getting him the ball. It's it's kind of pathetic. You so. only get a Devontae versus Devontae matchup like four times in the NFL season as far as the FGPL goes. So this is quite important here. I'm taking I'm taking Booker. Yeah, Booker. Uh on to the Superflex. We have Cole Beasley, thirteen point one points going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. On the other side for Connor, Trevor Lawrence projected fifteen points going up against the Buffalo Bills. Honestly, I don't like either of them. I don't think I don't think Beasley gets a ton of work this week. Uh I give it to Lawrence. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it to Trevor Lawrence as well. I think that uh uh Buffalo's gonna try to get Emmanuel Sanders a whole bunch of work, so I I don't think Cole Beasley's gonna do Jack. Are you starting Emmanuel Sanders? Do you have Emmanuel Sanders? I do Sanders? not have Emmanuel okay. Sanders. I have big money, but. Yeah, there sure is a lot of Devontae's in this league. <laughs> I'm not working on a new bid over here, all right? It's like Devon- Devontae versus Devontae like four times? I bet that happens like four times a week. Like, a lot of Devontae's in this league. The people are Devontae's. Uh, I'm taking Cole Beasley, though. He gets all those receptions. Hurt ribs. Uh, Josh Allen's going to feed him. You know, those those low passes get down. Don't take any hits. But just give me first downs, and that's what Cole Beasley's about. All righty. I like it. All right, and then on to the defenses. We have the Indianapolis Colts for Connor going up against the New York Jets. On the other side, uh, Miami Dolphins going against the Houston Texans. Give me the Colts. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm gonna take the Colts, but no, yeah, I'm I'm betting against Mike fucking White. <sighs> yeah, I just I don't know. I don't on I think short that, rest. I think that Tyrod Taylor is gonna come back for Houston and do all right. I think he might end up kind of running all over the Dolphins. So I I would take the Colts over the Dolphins probably. Right, and I could name at least three Devontae's in the league right now. <laughs> Devontae Parker, Devontae Booker, Devontae Freeman. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Well. And they're, almost all of them are spelled differently, too. Right. Just a lot of Devontae's. I'm taking the Dolphins defense against Houston. Have you heard about uh, Devontae Jackson? 
He's a free agent running back. <laughs> Are you take it? Uh, you guys already picked. We're picking. We're yeah. We're picking the. Uh, yeah, you're picking the fetus. I'm picking the fetus. We're we're picking Todd Vidrickson because he's trying to get that Dixon, and that Dixon is the FGBL championship. I think that's well said. I think Damn, you really <laughs> looked into that song. That's, that's, you really I, broke it down. I think it's I think it's Todd. I think it's Todd in the landslide. All right, landslide. On to the next matchup, though. We have the Buffalo Soldiers taking on Puff Puff Pass. Keller trying to keep his streak going. Surprisingly, he's the underdog this week. Buffalo Soldiers projected 125 to Keller's Puff Puff Pass, 122 points projected. We're getting right into it. Matthew Stafford for Max projected 21 points. Uh, on the other side, we have Carson Wentz projected 16 against the Jets. Stafford going to get, going up against Tennessee, who's looked really good. You know they have a green they have a green uh, name on Sleeper, but that's not who they have been the past couple weeks. I saw that Carson Wentz turnover last week playing <laughs> playing the Titans, and I'm gonna go Matt Stafford. Was it- Okay, yeah, we're, you were going, you're going Stafford. Yeah, I'm going Stafford. But Carson Wentz was playing the Titans last week. Yeah, yeah but, the Titans. but the interception was not the Titans doing good. No, I the, mean they 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 had the pre. Or are you talking about the game sealer or the pick six? I'm talking, I'm talking the pick six. Oh yeah, no, I mean technically it was their doing. He, they were sacking him. So <laughs> so what you're he saying was, is two points is more than six. What he's saying is you don't come on his podcast talking shit about Carson Wentz. His <laughs> That's what guy. I'm saying. That's all he's saying. All, all I'm saying is Stafford over Wentz. Yes, I agree. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to start something here. Don't start no shit. There won't be no shit. Won't Caleb. be no shit. Matthew Stafford. Uh, he's gonna or Kyle. Whoever, which one of you started the shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got Stafford in this one. On to the running backs. We have Khalil Herbert, the rookie, uh, fill in running back for the uh, Chicago Bears, doing nothing but just getting yards, getting yards on the ground. And uh, he's projected 10 points against Pittsburgh. Cordero Patterson projected 12 points against New Orleans. On the other side for Keller, we have Alvin Kamara projected 20 points. And Joe Mixon projected 16. We're taking Kamara and Mixon because that is a great running back. Yeah, I th- yeah. Tandem. Yeah, we're for sure taking Kamara and Mixon, but I still though I think I think Cordell Patterson and Khalil Herbert. I think that's a sneaky good. Hey, I think it's sneaky good running backs. Put some spect on their name. Now nah, give me Kamara and Mixon. Okay. Alrighty, on to the wide receivers. For Max, we have Jarvis Landry projected fourteen points against Cincinnati, and T Higgins projected thirteen against Cleveland. They're going up against. Tis the season of A.J. Brown. Projected 15 points against the Rams. And Mike Williams projected 17 points coming off a couple of down games. Let's see if he can right the ship. He's projected, yeah, 17 points against Philly. That's, that seems a little high to seems me. Seems like a high number. That seems a little high to me. It's a little sus. 
It's a little sus. Who are you guys taking here? I'm still taking AJ Brown and Mike Williams. Though. Yeah, why wouldn't to. you? Why wouldn't you? AJ Brown's the best wide receiver in that little. And Ram- Ramsey's not shadowing. No doubt. So they're keeping him locked on one side of the field. So no doubt. And I know who's Brock. Brock's going to pick this uh, tight end here. Kyle Pitts projected 12 points against New Orleans against Dan Arnold. Eight points projected against Buffalo. Kyle, you taking Pitts as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Pitts. No pun intended. <laughs> I could name five Kyles in the league right now. A lot of Kyles. Kyle versus Kyle. There's a lot of Kyles up in this. We got Van Jefferson. Let's keep him in the lineup. He did me right last week. Uh, Ten points projected against Tennessee. Going up against Brandon Cooks. Uh, Number 17 wide receiver so far this year. Trying to give me that 20 bucks. Uh, who you taking? Uh, Cooks against Miami. All it, all Cooks does is produce. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm taking Cooks for sure. Just because Van Jefferson, he might catch a long touchdown. Yeah, he but... might. There's a possibility he does get the, but he's the definitely option number three. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is gonna get ten targets at least, probably a game, no matter what. Yeah, so I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Brandon. Yep, I'll Cooks. take the targets yeah, for sure. Alrighty, I'm taking Brandon Cooks as well. Onto the Superflex, newly acquired and. Previously traded, Josh Fields from the Buffalo Soldiers projected 12 points coming off a over 100-yard rushing game. Josh Fields finally getting right as soon as Costin drops him. What's up with that? 12 points projected against Pittsburgh going up against Mac Jones. 15 points against Carolina. Tough defense there, but is it? Who knows? Who you guys taking? I think I'm going to take Mac Jones. I think that uh, uh, Bill Belichick has kind of unlocked Mac Jones a little bit. Yeah, he's, he's done good. I mean, 15, 18, 20s, you know, that's, you know what you're getting. And until Justin Fields shows me that he's not going to turn it over four times a game, I'm going to go ahead and bet against him. Yeah. I'm taking Mac Jones as well. On to the defense. We're taking the Rams because the Buccaneers are on a bye. Overall, we're taking Keller to win. Even though he is the underdog here, uh, I think we've picked most of Keller's players. Yeah, I, I think it might be sneaky close. I think that, I don't even think it's going to be sneaky close. I think it's going to be a close game for sure. Because I think we picked we picked Keller's running backs. We picked AJ Brown, Brandon. Yeah, okay, we did pick most of them, didn't we? Yeah, we, yeah, we're gonna have to go with Keller. I think. Yep. All right, Keller. Good luck. Assuming he gets a defense. Uh, of course. Of course. On to the next matchup. This is supposed to be a blowout of of huge magnitude. Um, C. Stu, Glizzy God, 6-2, 137.64 projected. On the other side, Clarence, 95.28, um, 5-3. and three, But, I mean, so Sleeper's doing some weird things with the scores right now, especially with his players involved. Um, but we'll we'll get into that. On to the quarterbacks. Uh, we have Justin Herbert, projected 21.2 points, going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, on the other side, Teddy Bronco, Teddy Bridgewater, projected 16.4 points, going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Give me Herbert. Give me Herbert. 
Yeah, give me Herbert. I think he has a get-right game. Yep. And this is where we're running into weird things. Hey, they finally projected McCaffrey some points. Um, that is good news. So we'll slide him in there. Um, under the running backs, Miles Gaskin projected 11.8 points going up against the Houston Texans. Uh, also for C. Stu, uh, James Conner, all he does is score touchdowns, 9.9 points going up against the 49ers. On the other side, uh, Christian McCaffrey, he's projected uh, 19.3 points going up against the New England Patriots. Um, and then Latavius Murray right now projected 7.8 points, maybe. Um, I mean, give me... I, Give you who? I, I would almost, tough. I would almost stack Chuba Hubbard and Christian McCaffrey actually, if I was honest, Clarence. Honestly, that kind of makes sense. Like, I would, I would, I would play both of them in case they kind of work him back in. And I, I still think afterwards they're going to keep Chuba involved because they're going to want to, yeah, preserve. Yeah. So, in that case, give me Gaskins and Connor. I think, yeah, I think James Connor is going to run in touchdowns. Um, I just don't know what Miles Gaskin is going to do. Yeah, give me Gaskin and and Connor. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bill Belichick takes what your best weapon, and if uh, McCaffrey's on that field, that doesn't bode well. This yeah. might be the first positive game script for Dol- uh, the Dolphins in a while. So yeah, I'm going to give Gaskin and James Connor, but I don't feel good about it at all. No. On to the wide receivers. Uh, over there for uh, C. Stu, he has C. D. Lamb projected sixteen point four, and uh, Marvin Jones Jr. M. J. J. projected twelve point two points. On the other side, we have Tyree Kill projected eighteen point seven, and uh, Jameson Crowder projected seven point three. They're going up against the Packers and the Colts, respectively. Give me Lamb and Jones. Give me Tyree no, Kill and Jones. Um, yeah, I, I'm going Tyree I think, Kill. I think that's Crowder. Yeah, you're right. I think I think Tyree Kill has a pretty good chance of booming, and I, yeah. I think that I don't think I don't think that Dallas is going to want to throw too much against Denver. Yeah, and I think that I don't know I don't, I don't trust Jacksonville to throw against the Buffalo's defense that is locked down receivers. They're going to so. have to throw, but is it going to be Agnew that catches those passes? Uh, well, e- well, even if you throw, how many how many shutouts have the Bills thrown that this year? I mean, yeah, what two or three? True. I mean. I, I think I would have to go Tyreek Hill and James Crowder just because. Tyreek uh, Hill. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Nope, nope, that makes complete sense. On the tight end, Dalton Schultz uh, projected 10 points. Uh, that is for C2. On the other side, Evan Ingram projected 7.9. Give me Schultz. Give me Ingram. I'm going Ingram as well. I wow. Think, I think the uh, Titans or, or the uh, G-Men are still kind of hurting with uh, with pass catchers, and I think that, they're going to. That's very true. I think there's gonna, a reason they didn't trade him. I think I yeah. think the matchup against Las Vegas is a lot better than uh, again Denver kind of locks down pass catchers, so I I think that Dallas is going to run a lot more. So I, I give me Ingram. Yeah, makes sense. On to the flex. Robert Woods projected fourteen and a half. Uh, on the other side, uh, for Clarence, Tyler Boyd, 10. Bobby Trees. Bobby Trees. Bobby Trees. Uh, Superflex, Jalen Hurts projected 20.5 points going up against the Chargers. On the other side, Ben Roethlisberger projected 15 points going up against the Bears on uh, Monday night. I mean, I like Big Ben's ma- uh, you know, matchup better, but give me Hurts. He, eh. he, he gets points. Eh. He delivers. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He's QB4. Yeah. I mean... He's had, yeah, he's had one one game where he didn't have 20 points. So, yeah, yeah give, give me Jalen Hurts. Yep. Under the defense, we have the Bills uh, projected 20.7 points for C-Steel. On the other side, Cardinals projected 9.8 points going up against the Niners. Give me the Bills. Bills. Yes. And uh, resoundingly, we give it to C-Steel. Yeah, I think, I think C-Steel. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know because 
I think this is going to be a whole way better game than what they're projecting. But well, think, I'm locking it in. Cease two. I think I'm going to go cease two. I think the quarterbacks. I think the quarterbacks are what's really going to bail them out. My lock of the week. It helps that he's ninety five percent favored in the matchup when you lock it in. CBS didn't we didn't have that luxury when we were locking matchups in. Nope, not necessarily. Yeah, but how much do you trust sleepers predictions? Zero. Exactly. Absolutely. On to the next preview we have the Golden God going up against Poopers. Well, Cooper's Pooper kisses. Uh Mark versus Nick. Both teams on a two-game losing streak trying to get on the right side of of the column here. But uh, Cooper's Pooper Kisses, Nick, is favored in this matchup, 138-132. to It's projected to be a close one. Let's see if it see if it's going to be that way. On, on the quarterback side for Mark, Patrick Mahomes, 23 points projected. It's been a minute since he's hit that mark. No pun intended. But on uh, on the other side, Ryan Tannehill projected 18 points. Doesn't have Derrick Henry. Are they going to rely on Ryan Tannehill more? Try and talk you into picking Ryan Tannehill against Patrick Mahomes. It's not going to happen. We're all going Patrick Mahomes. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's Mahomes. I mean, it could happen, but I'm not, I'm not betting against it. Again, Tennessee tried to turn Ryan Tannehill in the top five quarterback early this year, and they that's where they got their losses. So I'm, I'm going, I'm going Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes all day. All right, on to the running back Melvin Gordon going up against Dallas. Ten points projected, and Derek Gore, newly acquired for the Golden God. Let's throw him in the starting lineup and hope he gets a couple touchdowns against the Packers. Projected ten points for a solid like three carries for like the first three carries. I was like, what the hell is that, Frank Gore? For like the first like three carries, me too. He's infinite. We all yeah. It took me a whole quarter. It wouldn't surprise you. (laughs) About four carries. And for Nick, we have Darnell Anderson. He is getting it done this year. 18 points projected, and Jonathan Taylor. 18 points projected. Jonathan Taylor, Darnell Anderson for me. Yeah, all day, every day. Yeah, absolutely. All right, on to the wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins projected 14 points against San Francisco, and Stephon Diggs, 18 points projected against Jacksonville. That's for Mark. And for Nick... DJ Moore projected 14 points, and Amari Cooper, 14 points projected. New England and D- and Denver on that side. I'm taking uh, Hopkins and Diggs. Yeah, I'll take Hopkins and Diggs, but I'm not sure if Hopkins is going to play. That's the big question. I don't know. I Yeah, I think I'm going to take Hopkins and Diggs. If, if that's if Hopkins plays, but I th- oh DJ Moore, I I think he has a chance to tear up New England because I think they're going to focus hard on trying to stop Christian McCaffrey, and I think that that's going to open stuff up for DJ Moore. So I can see him having a huge game. And Stephon Diggs has not really done super Stephon Diggs things this year. No, no, he he definitely has it. He's, he, I mean, he's producing, but he's not producing the way you want him to because i mean he's still if you look at it, he's i mean wide receiver 23 so i mean right. he's he's 
but I, I think we drafted yeah. him as what wide top top five wide receiver, top three. Yeah, yeah. So I, I still I still give it to Diggs and Hopkins, but I think that that I think that can go either way. You don't yeah. feel good about it. All right, this is another close one we have here. It's Mark Andrews for Mark projected. No pun intended. Projected fourteen points against Minnesota and Travis Kelsey. He's got to get something going. 17 points projected against Green Bay. I mean, we're taking Travis Kelsey, but how good do you feel about that one? I feel great about it. The I, Packers are really bad against the Saints. I think I think the uh yeah, I think that Kansas City's going to try to force feed Travis Kelsey because he hasn't done much and people are starting to talk about, "Whoa, Travis Kelsey's not getting involved." So, I I think they'll force feed him. I'm taking Kelsey as well. On to the flex. We have Samaje Pirine for Mark. Is that for real. Uh, look I, at his bench. I mean, there's that is uh, looks for, real. for real. Well, he could he could start Jared Cook Jared if he wanted Cook to. Jared Cook is the other option. Going up against Jerry Judy. Why the hell would you do that? Second game back <laughs> against uh against the Dallas Cowboys. Are we taking Jerry Judy or what? I mean, yeah, we, have Jared, Jared I mean Judy. we have to. Alrighty, on to the Superflex. Dak Prescott from Mark projected 20 points. Going up against the Denver Broncos and on the other side for Nick, Tua Tungavailoa projected 16 points against Houston. I'm taking Dak. Tua can have a good game, I think, against I, Houston. I don't think it's... Yeah, I'm actually going to take Tua, I think. I think that um, he has been hearing a whole lot of the Deshaun Watson talk, and I think he's going to want to prove himself, and Houston's defense is one of the perfect defenses to prove yourself on, and I think he's going to try to tear him up. Kyle, just bet against Dak. Give me Dak. Kyle taking you right up narrative street. <laughs> uh, on to the defense, the Saints. Nice pickup from Mark this week. Projected 19 points against Atlanta. And then on the other side, we have the Chargers. Only projected 8 points against Philadelphia. I'm taking the Saints defense. Yeah. Yeah, until... I mean, the Chargers could definitely win it. I don't know why it's... Such a difference between the two, right? 19 for the Saints and 8 for the Chargers, but... Yeah, it's going to be closer than that, but Atlanta's offense is going to have to show me that it can be consistent before I'm going to pick pick them to tear up a really good Saints defense. Yep. All in all, honestly... I'm going Mark. I'm, I, I win a lot. The bounce back week is going from 68 points to 168 points in one week. Trap game. I'm going Mark for some reason. I I think I'm going to go Nick. I think that his running backs are going to be the real big difference. I think that Melvin Gordon isn't going to do too much. I don't think uh, Derek Gore is going to do too much. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be top five running back on the week. I, I'm, I'm like a Nick's team. All right. There we go. Well, we will see on to the next matchup. We have the Gingers. They are pushing weed. They are four and four, coming off of a loss. On the other side, this guy right here, Kyle. The whistling bungholes. They're whistling six and two, sitting on top. Let's get into the quarterbacks. Kyler Murray, twenty-one point four points for Michael. Uh, he is questionable, but it sounds like he's going to play. Uh, going up against the Forty ers On the other side. Uh, Daniel Jones projected seventeen point two points going up against the Vegas Raiders. Give me Kyler. He's got to bounce back at some point. Yeah, give me Kyler if I could. Give me Danny Dimes. I'm worried about Kyle's, Kyler's ankle. You just own him a lot of places. 
You're, let, you're letting it seep in. I, I'm taking Danny Dimes. All right. Hey, I love to hear it. Yeah. Under the running backs, we have Chase Edmonds, projected 12, going up against the 49ers as well. And Damian Harris, projected the exact same, 11.98 points, going up against the Carolina Panthers. On the other side, we have Eckler going up against the Eagles, projected 21. Najee projected 18.7, going up against the Chicago Bears. For Kyle, give me Eckler and Harris. Absolutely. On to the wide receivers. We have Devontae Smith, no pun intended, 13.4 points going up against the Los Angeles Chargers and LaVisca Chenault uh, going up against the old Chenault team. Uh, He is projected 11.4. They are going up against the Buffalo Bills. On the other side for Kyle, uh, Debo Samuel, 16.9 points. Uh, going up against the Arizona Cardinals. And then Devontae Adams, more than likely, without Aaron Rodgers, 20.45 points. Going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, it's still Samuel and Adams. Yeah, I'm going to take Samuel and Adams, but let me just make the point. This is the second Devontae versus Devontae matchup in one week. So, <laughs> Two in one week. That's what happened. I also like how uh, I have Samuel Adams. Yeah. Hey. Uh, no, no pun intended. That's the beer. That's <laughs> <laughs> Onto the tight ends. We have Darren Waller. He sure liked pills at one point. 15.2 points going up against the New York Giants. On the other side, we have Dallas Goddard. 10.2 points going up against the Los Angeles Chargers. He got his pills in Dallas. Pun intended. <laughs> Give me Waller. Waller comes back. There's no Henry Ruggs anymore yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me Darren. Get right. So there's no Henry Ruggs, so you don't have to worry about putting someone deep. You can worry about doubling the tight end. Want to know what yeah, fantasy football yeah, does? Yeah, yeah, Talk us into it. Henry Ruggs killed a human and a dog. <laughs> and Keller dropped him and went and picked up Brian Edwards immediately. <laughs> Hey, it's the team first, all right? It's the team first. Rightfully so. I'm taking Darren Waller, though. Yeah, Waller. I'm starting Dallas Goddard in a few leagues, but as much as I hope for that to happen, it's Darren Waller. FML, question mark. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. On to the flex, though. Brandon Ayuk projected 10.3 points going up against the Cardinals for Keller. On the other side, Jamar Chase projected 15.95 points going up against the Brown. Give me Chase. This could be a huge swing in this matchup because if Debo Samuel does not play, we know what Brandon Ayuk does in his absence. Uh, So that could be a good start for Michael. I'm going to take Jamar Chase, though, based on the current knowledge that Debo is going to play. Yeah, absolutely. Something to keep an eye on, folks. I don't know. Jamar Chase is like, what, top three wide receiver right now or something crazy? Uh, Let's see. He is wide receiver three. Yep. Wide receiver three. I'm not going to lie. I looked at that before I said it. Um, <laughs> so, $5 wide receiver? Yep. Jamar Chase. Hey, nice, nice pickup there. On to the Superflex. A couple of quarterbacks here. One a newly requi- uh, acquired and fresh off the start of his life. Mike White. Who? Mike White. 10 points projected against Indianapolis, and he's going up against Joe Burrow. 18 points projected against Cleveland. If Joe Burrow throws touchdowns, it's probably going to be to Jamar Chase, and that would be to Michael's demise. But I'm taking, uh, I'm going to take Joe Burrow here. 
Yeah, Burrow. I would too. All righty, on to the defense. Michael is starting 49ers going up against the Arizona Cardinals. Maybe with a gimpy Kyler. Uh, and on the other side, Kyle, Steelers defense projected 22 points against Chicago. Taking Steelers. Steelers. Overall, who are you taking, Brock? Kyle. Yeah, I'm going to take Kyle as well. I've been looking forward to this game. That's why you're here. That is, that's exactly that, that's why, why you're here. You're here on you're we, we, booked, we booked this one like a month out. I'm, I'm going to lock it in, and then, Michael, if you become within 25 points of me, I will give you $20. Ooh. Have you talked to him about this before? I'm right now. Oh, right now. right now. All right, there you go, Michael. That's a huge lock-in. Are you locking this one in, Brock? Gotta do your lock of the week. Yeah, sure. I'll lock it in. He's locking it in. Because I can't lock in the next matchup. Alrighty. On to the next matchup, though. We have Avril Levine in the hand jobs. They're projected 103 point, 136.75 points. Don't shortchange yourself. No. On the other side, though. I wish it was 103. On the other side, we had the gravy train. Gravy Train projected 98.54 points. No defense at the moment. So that we'll should have that change. Give yeah. us, uh, just add like 10 points to it. It doesn't matter. We're still an underdog. Yeah, yeah, a big underdog. I remember I was looking into this matchup this morning, and I was super excited when I saw that you had Aaron Rodgers. I thought it was going to be a good game. Now, unfortunately, no Aaron Rodgers. No Aaron Rodgers. He, he got, got a bad the, shot. Got the swine flu. He got a bad shot. And, and they're going to tinker, by the way, and Peterson is not starting. McNichols is going to start. <laughs> got a shot that didn't work. I'm kind of resentful towards that. Anyways, on the first matchup, we have uh, Lamar Jackson projected 24 points going up against that stout Minnesota defense. And we have uh, Jimmy G's projected uh, 15.75 points going up against the Arizona Cardinals. Give me Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to I think he's gonna get some of them rushing yards against Minnesota. This could be close, but it won't be. I I think that it has yeah I think that it has uh, the ability to be close but I feel like Lamar Jackson is better than Jimmy G's and I'll take him all day every day. Jimmy G two touchdowns rushing last week. Yeah I I, I don't <laughs> foresee that happening again. Uh, can't talk into that one. Uh, and running backs we had uh, <laughs> we had David Johnson projected uh, seven and a half points going against Miami and we have Kenneth Gainwell a Philly running back. Projected 8.79 points going against the L.A. Chargers. I had, uh, on the other side, we have Dalvin Cook going against the uh, Baltimore. Projected 17.5 points. And Nick Chubb projected 14.5 points going against the Cincinnati defense. Give me Dalvin Cook one. and Chubb. This is not even ridiculous. This is a matchup we'll get beat in. This, yeah. This, uh, uh, give me Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook all day, every day. At wide receiver, we have uh, Cooper Cup. Going up against the Tennessee defense, projected 22.5 points for uh, Brock. We had uh, Keenan Allen as well, projected 15.81 points going going up against that Philly defense. On the other side, for tip to tip, the bro team, we had Jalen Waddell, projected uh, 14.7 points going up against that terrible Houston defense. And Marquise Hollywood-Brown, projected uh, 12.5 points going against Minnesota. I think that Philly might lock down Keenan Allen, and I think Jalen Waddle will have a pretty good game. Seems but, like a low projection. See, I don't Hollywood. know. Philly goes after the number one target, and if Bill Belichick has anything to say, he locked down Mike Williams. 
Right, right. Ooh, Ooh. Big Mike Williams. But with that said, give me Cooper Cup and Keenan Allen say because Cooper Cooper, yeah. Cooper Cup is the the number like the number one player in fantasy Over, football. Yeah, so overall. you can't you can't not you can't bet against Cooper Cup. So I've always taken Cooper Cup. With that being said, I think that could be a sneaky close matchup. All right. I had uh, on the next matchup we have uh, Tyler Higby projected ten and a half points going up against uh, the Tennessee defense, and we have uh, Conklin for Minnesota going up against the uh, Baltimore defense projected seven points for Costin. Honestly, give me Conklin. I Tyler think, versus Tyler. Matchup. I think that I think that he has a better chance of catching a touchdown. I think that um, I think that uh, uh, Matt Stafford loves to throw to Cooper Cup, and he doesn't like to throw it to anybody else except for Robert Woods when he absolutely has to. So I I think that Conklin has a better chance of catching a touchdown. So I'm giving it to Conklin. Conk Conk. For the next matchup, we have uh, Michael Pittman for Brock. Uh, projected 15 and a half points going up against the uh, the New York Jets on Thursday night. And for Costin, we have Elijah Mitchell going up against the Arizona defense, projected about 12 points. Ooh, ooh, Pittman tore me up last week, so I'm going Pittman. But I think that Mitchell's going to have a really good game. So, ah, man, this is, this, is, this is a better matchup than it is on paper. Or at least for what Sleeper's projecting anyways. Uh, at the Superflex, we have uh, Kirk Cousins for Brock. Projected, this is where it swings. Projected 17 <laughs> points. Uh, and we had Adrian Peterson for Costin uh, going against LA. Give me uh, quarterback Kirk Cousins. I think uh, Kirk Cousins will have a decent game. Uh, always pick a quarterback. Always go for the quarterback. Pretty cool to have Adrian Peterson in your lineup. I, it, it would be cool, but he's. It yeah. looks cool. He's still. He's still not. He's still on the, just the practice squad. They just think he's going to be elevated. So I'm going to go with the dude that I know is for sure starting, and that's going to be Kirk Cousins. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cowboys defense. I have to pick them. Overall, I think I'm going to have to go Brock. Uh, when Aaron, I was looking at this matchup this morning, and I was looking at Aaron Rodgers in the lineup, and I was ready to pick Costin and upset. So I was I was pretty upset when I got the news this morning. So I'm gonna pick Brock, but I think this is gonna be a closer game than what it what it seems like it's gonna be. Tough luck. That's the way she goes. So it was homeopathic. Mm-hmm. Bring up your immune system remedies. They don't work. No. Nope. Nope. Get a, get actual vaccination. Yeah, do it, do it, ladies and gentlemen. That is it for a week nine preview. Good show, weird show, real weird show. <laughs> that was fun. That's a lot of fun. That was fun. Yeah, had fun. Definitely had a good time. Do you know what's going to be real fun? Editing this motherfucker. Oof. Let me tell you. Oof. Let me tell you. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening. We always appreciate you. Um, I hope every one of you bastards lose. This week, Kyle, thank you for coming in. Hey, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And as we always say here at the FGBL Podcast, keep Keep it crispy. You guys are bitches. You guys are bitches. You guys are bitches. You don't even know what you're talking about. You guys are assholes. I want my I want my money back. 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 You guys are bitches. I want my I want my money back. 
I want my I want my money back. You guys are bitches. You don't even know what you're talking about. You guys are assholes.